Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. Here we go. Here we go. We're it's here. happening. We're, we're Kyle, Kyle Less. Kyle Less. Kyle Free. Kyle Free. Laugh Free. Exactly. <laughs> we're just going to have to be supportive. Context Free. <laughs> right. We won't be able to. We don't have a resident millennial for us to ask anything about. It's. Uh, I think it's because we were both, because we heard Meltdown was closing. Yeah. And so we're like. Oh, is it closed? Uh, no, it's going to take a week. It's going to take a couple of weeks. And then supposedly we're going to move to the Burbank location. Location. and Which is near a Target, and which is open till midnight. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's always uh, handy. Always handy to have a Target nearby. However, the loss of Meltdown is uh, is horrific. It's real. It's That's awful. Real. It's, it reminds me of... Um, when the Holy City Zoo closed in San Francisco, oh, you're right. just like, oh, not it's Especially not just a club closing; it's a culture closing. It's and a kind a of comic. It's a it's a people that uh, that that go there and support each other there, and it's a sort of comedy that's encouraged there, and yeah. it's a destination for comics in other cities that are like, I want you know, it's it's a whole bunch of stuff that me it means a whole lot to a lot of people. The, all all the young comics who came up there are yeah, just it, probably as devastated it's, as it's when it's your first scene. Yeah. You know, uh, you want it all to stay open forever. So you can right. go home and go back and work there. What a bronze those baby booties. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. And like that. Yeah. And so to um to have to not have that for so many people that are starting now or or like right, they're are just 10 gonna, years in or something right it sucks. it's awful because it's been there for 10 years i think has it i think I, I can't remember when jonah and kumail took it over from oh damn it what's her name it isn't fair that I, jonah did it initially with this woman linda pine okay and then um it went to jonah and kumail doing it together yeah. with emily right and that had to be at least six or eight years ago. Right. But how long has a comic book store been Oh, the there? comic book store's been there for 25 years. Oh, my God. Yeah, and now and it's, it's going to be condos. Thing, right? yeah, it's going to be condos? Yeah, they're knocking it down to turn it into condos. Instead of affordable housing, which is oh. what Los Angeles desperado needs. That's, it's so, oh, my God. You know, my the first house my the, my parents owned, you know, mm-hmm. in Walnut Creek, um, what they bought it was an unincorporated area it wasn't technically in Walnut Creek it was in the county oh right and they used some loopholes to just destroy the entire neighborhood including a multi hundred year old oak tree that was supposedly a heritage tree <laughs> to put up they were going to say it was affordable housing and it was um, you know exactly that shitty condos and whenever yeah. I whenever I go up there and I drive by it I'm like it just feels like a punch in the stomach and I mean it's it's bad enough if they turned it into a banana republic but at least you could walk in and go, wow, where those vests were was when I tried <laughs> right, this right. joke I did on uh, Conan. Well, I mean, here's the thing is that all the new condos have these ground floor storefronts. Right. So maybe it'll have ground floor Banana Republic. <laughs> Remember? Could, I don't, and, we, and we could tag it. <laughs> were you here when um, it's uh, I think it's where Jones is in Formosa? Santa Monica. Do you know the street where Formosa is? I don't. Okay, whatever. When I first moved here, one million years ago, it was a, a nice, dingy, dirtbag kind of neighborhood with yeah. the Trader Joe's with a lot of parking. 
was like a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And um, and now it's turned into sort of like a Mendocino, Mendocino Farms. Oh, like I know that like, area. Yeah, yeah it's that. like it's a thousand sort of artisanal boutique sandwich shops and coffee places. And I always go around and I'm like, oh, this is the last place I saw uh, Phil Hartman's wife uh, was two weeks before she killed Phil, Phil Hartman. No. Mm-hmm. And herself. And uh, yeah, she had just got. She was shopping at Trader Joe's. No, she came to a show with my then manager, and um, my then manager was bragging about how she had picked her up at rehab and was taking her out drinking. Really? Yes. I want names. Well, names can happen, but Mm -hmm. they can be written down. Uh, And uh, oh, I I haven't heard of that person. Oh, there you go. Still in the business? Yep. Yep. It's. uh, Is that an actor? Uh, he's a comic. Oh, okay. All right. And I only have management that's uh, married to comedians. It's one of my rules. <laughs> ah, that's right. You've done it a couple times. <laughs> it's I don't know what I don't know why that's the rule of thumb, but it is not <laughs> Melanie Truitt, who is a gem and oh, a yeah, lovely person and married it. to Brian Posehn. Right. It's a different. Who is also yeah. a delight. The people that I've written and down. It doesn't take people from rehab to a bar. Right. Which, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it was a terrible choice on her part. But it was the last place I saw. Um, Mrs. Hartman? Should I? <laughs> I can't remember her name. I guess so. They had kids. Ugh, God. I know. The kids are in Wisconsin now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause Being she was raised by? Uh, cousins. Wow. Yeah. They're probably raised now. Yeah. Because that was had to be 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So, it's weird. God. Okay, so I, in, in happier news. Yeah. I did a set at the Improv Lab the other night. Wow, was, way to flip it to your career. Yeah. A devastation for two children, and we go right into Jackie's latest set yes. at the Improv. Latest guys. set at the Improv, you guys, full of rage. It's called Pivot. Full of rage. Yeah. It's a, I'm just using you as a pick to talk about my <laughs> to talk about my uh, uh, to talk about my career. And um, the so essentially it was Amy Miller and Lydia Popovich, who mm-hmm. I think were both comics of the week. Yes. And they are, um, it was their show at, at, at the lab. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I it's think I've done that show. Down. I think I've done that show. Yeah. It's a monthly in, at the lab. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was them. And then Carmen Morales got up first. They, Lydia and Amy just riffed essentially for yeah. 10 minutes about clothes to wear when you're fat and tits. And Can I'm you, not even kidding. Are you able to riff on stage with another comic? This is as close to me riffing <laughs> with another comic <laughs> publicly that I am able oh, to so do. Oh, so it would be like this on stage? It would no, probably. thank you, folks. <laughs> this would be, it, this is as close as it would be. And um, I... I find it difficult, but I, I think because I've been a solo performer for so long, I'm not Oh, flexible. yeah, you're a hermit. Yes, yeah, I, am not, I can't stretch that way. Yeah. But I, I think, like, um, these guys, these younger guys, are a little more fluid. They're not gender fluid. They're, they're comedy stage fluid. They're, yeah, yeah, they're comedy fluid. <laughs> they, can, they, they can work as, with people uh, and work. <laughs> they identify as solo and, and, uh, and are they called partial or um, uh, double? I don't know. But I, <laughs> I tried to do, one time Ross Bennett and I were, like, we tried to do double act and we just tried it once at one liners, which was this club that 
um, Dave Wilson used to own in Indianapolis, actually okay. in in Greenville, Indiana, which was we learn later the learned of the, a ville. the home of the KKK. Yes, it's not horrible. shocking when you recall what the audience looked like. No, <laughs> uh, and oh, and it was it famously had in the roof of the comedy club was part of like a nightclub complex. Yeah. There was a plane that had, it looked like the plane had crashed into it. So there oh, was half a plane sticking out like of it. Like a fries? Yeah. And <laughs> later, like a 9-11. Okay. But here's my point. Now, <laughs> the club's not open anymore. But, um, so Ross, we kind of like split our closer. He he split up his closer where I did part of it and then he did part of it. Just kind of. Weird. What year is this? Ugh. 92, 95, something like that. And uh, it was, uh, we were both angry afterwards. (laughs) Why wouldn't you be? First of all, why'd you split his closer? He was the headliner. Exactly, but I got rage. Yeah, I Uh, I did a half hour, got brought back up on stage to share his closer. In the first year of stand-up comedy, when I first went to the Comedy Cellar in Madison, Wisconsin, we would close every show with improv Terrible, Ugh. terrible, imp- short form, 185 blanks walk into a bar, give me something for the word blank, lawyers, no. and then puns would ensue, and the whole thing was a disaster. Right. Anyway, and we'd play freeze tag, and there'd be these other horrible games, and mm-hmm. there were five or six of us, and raging egomaniacs. I mean, I was a budding egomaniac. So these are all stand-ups doing this? Yeah. The worst. There's no worse improviser than a stand-up comic. It was in 1984. I can think of nobody worse. Right. And uh, <laughs> it was a terrible yeah, idea. a new stand-up comic. Right. It was You're a terrible idea. You're fighting so hard for your own voice. The fact that, <laughs> that you'd hear another voice on stage makes you want to stab them. Right. So, and and the other times I've, I've worked with improv, like I did a, a panel once and I realized probably five or ten minutes into the into the panel that everybody else was improv and I was the only stand-up and I realized oh I'm gonna talk over all of them because they're <laughs> polite and they're gonna give and yes and you must have been and... so excited I, I you should see the gleam in your eyes right now when just <laughs> having put, this memory of talking over people I literally put the microphone down uh in between comments so that, that I didn't would stop not, you I know I, it I, oh it didn't I, uh, my mind still racing <laughs> oh I could have riffed on that oh I could have riffed on that <laughs> it was a whole lot of that it was insanity anyway so Carmen Morales gets up does 10 minutes uh, about uh, pro-murder. And it was fan-fucking-test. <laughs> murder across the board. It Any? was how women need to murder. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, there's several women doing the, something comparable, and including myself. And mm-hmm. um, But her 10-minute chunk is outstanding. That's great. And it was the entire set. Wow. And the audience was like, what is happening? And it was awesome. Followed by, um, I, forget, I forget who, and then Subda. You know Subda? Yes. Uh, and we both forgot can't how to her. pronounce her last yes. name, but she's a comic of the week. Yes. Uh, it's Algonquin Roundtable. It is not. Anyway, it Wait, starts what's with Algonquin Roundtable. The Algonquin. Uh, it's it's like Algalker or something. <laughs> That's how you remember. Her That's how I remember. <laughs> it's because we remember the Algonquin Roundtable. She's Round on the Table. Jim Jeffrey Show. Right. She's very smart, which is like the Algonquin Roundtable. Oh my Hence, god. Whatever. I don't want to know your pr- thought process ever again. Uh, well, you're too late. 117 <laughs> episodes in. So, uh, but hers was also full of rage. Yes. It was awesome. So by the time I got up, I was like, "Look how bad we all are." This is so. F- <laughs> it was genuinely. Uh, it would. It would have been an outstanding episode for anyone to see. That's great. Because it was such a great. It was That's such cool. a great show. 
Um, did you go up last week? I did, okay, so I was in Portland um, last week. I, I uh, flew up on Friday night. And I rented a hotel at the uh, at the airport. Oh, nice! Oh my god! So I fly in. It's like midnight. I'm tired, oh, right. right? My phone's dead, and so I got it a taxi. And yeah. I just wanted to go to the hotel airport, and he started yelling at me because it wasn't far away. And apparently, he's like, "I've been waiting in line for hours," and I'm I'm like, "I'm sorry, but I can't." I can't the taxi artificially. Industry, I can't handle you, your problems. Right? Do you want to take me or not? I go. I'll get out. He, he goes, "No, I can't." So like he had to take me, you know. And yeah. It was, a, it was a fourteen dollar fare, and I gave him twenty five. Right. You tipped him as much as you possibly and then I, could. Uh, but we, he was yelling at me, and I was yelling at him back. And I'm like, oh, I'll use the lift <laughs> next time. Trust me, I'll never take yeah. a cab in Portland again. <laughs> Congratulations, you've just destroyed the taxi industry yourself, <laughs> sir. So. Well, are they are they getting subsidized by the cities? I mean, who yeah. the lift or cabs. the taxis? I don't, Are they just sitting there at the airport? I mean, they, well, that, they I must mean, be getting subsidized because otherwise why would subsidized. be... It's literally that they had to organize Did they the make cabs. minimum wage? No, no. It, I, I don't know how the taxi cab thing... But they have to stay in that line if they want to pick people up. Right, but if they know ahead of time there's going to be one person per plane that's not using a lift, why would you go there? So so in order to get people to want to fly to Portland or, or people that don't use Lyft or Uber or old people or whatever, <laughs> the city would have to say we need X amount of cabs at this airport uh, just in case, of, you know, it's an airport. Do you think that's happening? I hope so. No. How can they be sitting there for hours not making a dime and then getting a, getting a $25 fare? Uh, it's the crapshoot that is the cab industry. Ugh. Well, I don't, not, I, why am I worrying about that? Yeah, yeah, it's over. Anyway, so then you get you get to the hotel. Oh, okay. This fine hotel. Hampton Inn. Again, Ooh. they don't have recycling units. Like, uh, everything goes in the garbage. I'm at breakfast the next morning, and it's, you know, everyone's got their, their fucking oh, paper waffles. plates yeah. that are throwing in the garbage. It's, it's starting to make me sick. Yeah. Um. Uh, so then uh, I went to... Oh, oh was, You must have read an article about what? recycling. Uh, I'm a recycler. Yeah. I'm, an, I'm an recycler. You're an avid recycler? Did you see the buckets of water on the front porch? I, use, I saved them from the shower, and I used them to water the trees. I was just tree watering before you got here. Do you take a shower with a bucket? Yes. No. I Okay. It takes a while for the water to get hot. So yeah. I put a bucket in the shower, and yeah. I get the hot water. And then when it gets hot, I take the bucket out, and I save it for when I – the next time I – I do this every day. That's yeah, my yeah. water things. Here's you my point. so, so – No, but Very Hampton great. Inn, I'm like, not it, great. It just drives me nuts to see it going down the drain when right. it could be going on a tree. It could be going on a tree. And the trees eat carbon monoxide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, – Anyway, science. So, yes. so the Hampton Inn—it's a mess. So then, yeah. the the march is that morning, Saturday right. morning. The yep. one, the one march I'd want to go to. I'm also doing radio, oh, doing live wire, taping right. it for it's a and it's an NPR show. Yep. So uh, and I'm doing a set, and now I've got to pick NPR friendly material. Not I, I don't like I haven't written that much more since Prairie Home Companion that's right. NPRable. Yep. So I'm like oh, I don't have. <laughs> I don't my, the selection. There's not much. There's not many new things. To not, not a lot from. of new stuff. But you could go to the vault because I don't know the hell. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I kind of did a little bit of that, but I was prepping that. So that was my. I wanted to go to the march, but that was you know. First of yeah. all, I'd have to bring my luggage to the march because I was checking out of the hotel, and uh, and I needed to go over my set, and I just needed to consolidate my energy, not spread it all over the place. Right. So 
I get to Livewire, and uh, Gabby Dunn is the other guest, and she went to the march. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, but I had to do a set. She didn't yeah. have to do a set. Fair enough. Yeah. But um, it was cool. It was shot in, it was taped in a little bar in um in portland and luke burbank's the host yeah and i know luke it's burbank. weird it's, it, i've just heard his voice so often and see him in person i was like whoa it's always strange to see a face when yeah. you only know the voice I, um yeah but totally. he's very, i mean he's a very handsome guy i hope that didn't sound weird anyway no. it's just whatever it's all that. working out yeah <laughs> it's regular features luke yes okay. so <laughs> features that's how you compliment that's how i always i'm like everybody's got kind of regular i mean i was just like unless somebody's weird looking so um so they do some book promo some dead people suck promo and then um uh and then i go to my sister's uh who lives in a burb oh right of portland and then uh, she let me use her car for the rest of the weekend saving me about 200 and lift so uh then i had a set or i was doing one show at, at curious at curious and it was pretty sold out. It was, it, I mean, you were either sold out or you're not. It wasn't right. sold out, but it was pretty full. Yeah. Like, I just got the numbers, and, um, you know, it was, I I more than made up for all my costs, and I, yeah. I'll come home with probably 900 on top of what I spent to go out there. You know? Oh, that's great. That's not bad at all. No, if you made 900 for the weekend, that's, yeah. which is what, after, yes. after, after, after expenses? Plane, plane and hotel and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So then... Um, so that show's over, and then uh, Sunday afternoon, or Sunday at 7.30, I was at Powell's Bookstore, mm-hmm. right? and they have a marquee out, and my name's on the marquee. Yeah, I saw really the cool. pictures. That I is know, really cool. I know, but my fucking camera's not working on my iPhone, so I couldn't take a picture of it, but, some, but they did, and they sent oh, good. it to me. Yeah. Um, and then there was probably like 30 to 35 people at the reading, so cool. most of the chairs were filled. Yep. A couple people, as soon as I started reading, popped up and ran out. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, you had no idea. <laughs> and, um, and then I sold a bunch of books there, and then they had me sign a bunch, you know? And, Maybe they... Um, um, no, I'm not going to say that. Right. Anyway, so okay. uh, just why people would pop up. It was, I was just like, maybe they had to go take care of their dads. I'll be over here. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> wow. Thanks for killing the momentum, Jackie. I really um, appreciate that. That's what that. I'm here for. I think we've established that like, over the decades. Not only did you make the right judgment and not saying it, but then you corrected that right, right judgment, judgment by so actually saying it. it anyway. Well, Kyle's not here. That's, I blame <laughs> it on the fact that you. there's no Kyle here. He's not here to stop me. So uh, so then yeah. uh, so then I had, uh, oh, this is awful. So there's no late flight out of Bur- uh, uh, Portland to uh, Los Angeles area at all. So... I had a a, a six fifteen flight, uh, and oh, I, you had to do crack of dawn. Yes. To, okay. So, so I didn't sleep the entire night. I couldn't. All I could think of is how shitty I was going to feel the next morning. And I was up <gasps> the entire time. The thing that my alarm goes off at four fifteen. I'm like, oh right. my fucking god, it's over. This is my only opportunity to sleep, and I'm done. Oh my god. So I go to uh, the airport, and uh, we we got in at eight twenty. I rented got my car southwest uh, at lax is the first terminal yep and there's this a parking uh company called park and fly yeah. which is across the street like it's literally a two-minute walk to your car okay so i valet that and i just i i got in the car and went to work and um oh and the valet takes down my profit to 800 dead? sorry what's what? gonna happen you're gonna sleep when you're dead <laughs> that's, yeah uh, yeah that's crazy i had a you had to work all hard day. day that's a hard day monday and then last week i pitched i pitched this idea um well we had we the 
there, Magic Johnson wanted to do something with Conan. Okay. And it was an integration for DoorDash and Jack in the Box. What's so DoorDash? It's, um, it will bring Jack in the Box to you or any. Oh, okay. It's like, I guess it's like Postmates. It's like I a, haven't used either of them because I feel too guilty. DoorDash is a delivery food thing. Yes. Clearly. Okay. So, uh, so then I, usually my pitches never get, you know, I'm pitching into <laughs> to make a, sketches? Yeah. Into a void? I'm like, I'll just go back to my little <laughs> corner where I write. Write monologue jokes. jokes. Okay. A, but I pitched that they play horse and uh oh so that got approved so then i got to be on the shoot and i I met magic and i have a crush on magic johnson that's fun yeah he's super nice very charismatic and then very friendly good laugher he's the guy you want on the front row oh that's awesome yeah Yeah, oh super supportive yes so aaron jackson did conan last week oh yeah anybody else jc um chasen okay yeah he he taped it and it's going to air on another date because uh, I think the show Scheduling went long or, or something. Okay. Like that. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, but, but they yeah, both did great. They both did. Yeah. They both did great because I saw Aaron's set. And Aaron's set was really fun. And I remember she closes on this joke about how she didn't know you could break up bananas and just buy two. Oh, I know that. One. And I remember <laughs> when so she discovered that. Really? It was like two years ago. No. She was like. Hey, you guys, somebody told me you could, like on Facebook, she oh just put a God, post. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. That I could just take two or three bananas off of the banana thing, and I could just buy how many bananas I want to eat. And that was like 400 oh things. Oh, my of, God. Oh, my God, you could just to buy the bananas you need. And uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was great. It was it was so funny that, that it turned into a, <laughs> a closer. Yeah. So She looked beautiful, too. Yeah. Yeah. She also, it's funny, she had a very, like... Like what I, I t- we, we if we know the comics, we'll say yeah. hi to them. But everyone's got their own style. Like some comics have like thirty people in their dressing room. Right, you, you can't even. Yeah, I'm they can't completely even sit. solo. I bet she Andy just had. Go away. She had a very small crew with her, and the door was shut. She was like, you know, I could tell she was like in the zone, man. Yeah, well, she's so like, you didn't hey, wanna. yeah, 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 yeah. But there's other people who are like. We'll talk to you until their set starts, practically. Right. I want to be that person. I know. I totally want to just I can't believe be... you're not, quite frankly. Quite frankly, if I, if I did television more often, I think yeah. I could be that person. <laughs> yeah. But right now, it's still too new. And so I get a little too nervous about it. That's true. You know, and also there's a lot of pressure on a set versus a sit down. Like, yeah. Like uh, when we go, like Bill Burr or Tom Papa or Jim Gaffigan, they're oh, because they do panel. What's going on? You know, they'll they'll chat for. You're like, I am still at work. I can't. (laughs) I gotta go. (laughs) Do you mind? I gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. So I was in Vermont. Oh yeah, over the weekend, Mm -hmm. and uh, the Vermont Comedy Club. Such an adorable town. Mm -hmm. Such a great club. Seats one sixty. Burlington, Vermont, one sixty. Really well run. Uh, Nathan and Natalie and um, here's the only weird thing is I they asked me they were one of the first people to ever ask me do you want anybody to feature for you and I said oh there's all kinds of comics in New York that I never get to see so Joyelle Johnson comes uh, and I was like well what about Joyelle Johnson I I gave them a bunch of names yeah yeah uh, responded first or they knew her because she had just done Seth Meyers yeah yeah and I um she came and here's what i have to ask because the thing is she was totally in but yeah. she took the greyhound wow how long did that take 10 hours judas yeah <laughs> oh my god and um and then like i don't know what it paid for the week 
And I just remember when when that's the thing when you're like when you're asking someone to feature, it's like what are they doing to you? And they don't <laughs> put her and they don't put up the features. They've only been open two and a half three years. So she was staying with another comic in Vermont in Burlington. Wow. So she found a place to stay. She took the Greyhound. She yeah. did five shows with me. Uh, we knocked out a short version of the Dork Forest. I yeah. did a live Dork Forest as well. But the the thing with this local guy then. Um, but so literally, as I go forward, I have to do things. I think I have to get, I have to say, hey, what do you pay the feature? Do you put them up? Because I know when Maria first started bringing me on the road. Right. Uh, it was probably 2001. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would share a room. Just get a room with two beds and just share a room. Maria Bamford is a better person than I am. I I would never. I don't oh my God, want no. to share a room with no, anyone. No, no, and no, no, no. So, and if she could, she, uh, she would bump me some money. Or she would pay me out of her money, but it was, and it wasn't a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and she would bring me when she could, and when she couldn't, she, like, if she couldn't afford it, she'd just power through it and suck it up and, and do it by herself, and it wasn't as fun or you know she would have some anxiety whatever but uh and she figured out how to do it like we all do and uh so i bumped joyelle some money because i also felt (laughs) bad that i was unwilling to share my hotel room with her wow but she had amazing way too fucking high oh my god so high she's ruined you she has she has first of all luckily i've been treated by like shit by a lot of people so (laughs) right there's no bar here yes and i know people who don't pay their openers like i know people who do like i uh i think it was Wait, Judy you pay in addition to yes. the club yeah to, like like i go out with um with brian regan mm-hmm. and live nation pays that but right. he uh he sets it and i think it's part of his take and um and so um that's a set thing that live nation pays for and they pay for the hotel and the air See, so. that's a disincentive to bring someone on the road because I I don't want to feel like I'm costing someone money. You know what right. I mean? Well, they have to choose to bring you. I mean, the thing is, is, is I also heard about um, Live Nation is asking people if they're willing to come from New York to open for um, different people, right? Yeah. It's, uh, and... Um, oh, okay. No hotel. No hotel. Five-hour drive from New York. To where? To, to various to locations. Various locations to open for that guy. And, and no, no hotel, hotel. No hotel and 250 a night. What? A show. Yeah, and no travel. What? But that, he's playing theaters, right? Right. There's plenty of money there. Whoa. Right, right. So Maria has definitely set the bar. Maria, essentially, you know how like you think you know how to share? Yeah. And then you meet someone yeah, who yeah, actually yeah. shares? Like Jane Edith Wilson? <laughs> yes. I'm like, I think I'm a... Na- oh, never mind. I'm, not, I'm a total <laughs> asshole. I had no idea. Exactly. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm a jerk uh, compared to this. So not only do does Maria has taught me how to share, also... The, just the opportunity to, to do Joke Machine and to work and to write yeah. and to watch Maria Bamford yes. for the last 15, 17 years yeah. is amazing. Yes. And so, like, even now, she's been bringing me on every single gig. Yeah. And I'm like, is, is that okay? And she's like, you know, some of these upcoming gigs, she just t- texted me yesterday. She's like, some of these upcoming gigs actually don't pay very well. Would it be okay? Would it be okay if I don't bring you? Yes. Yes, it would. 
like where you make a living from your career yeah yes please but i appreciate i mean good lord plus i'm so fucking exhausted um dude i, I would like to traveling just, i would like, like to lie down crazy person yeah. yes so uh it'll be fine if i I'd, sadly uh, so i'm not gonna go on a couple of dates with her yeah. in, in the next upcoming i'm not gonna be with her in portland maine yeah and i'm not gonna be in her, with her in tulsa oklahoma and I thought I was going like to brutal travel days. Honestly, Portland, Maine. Holy, yeah, where, where do you, How fly, do you fly into? You fly into yeah. JFK Boston? and then another. Ugh. Who knows? You got to drive an hour. I and mean, it, it's okay if you could book like three weeks out there. So you, so or, one of the cross country flights is worth something. But I mean, that's just for one night, right? One or two right, nights. Right. Yikes. So yeah, it is pretty brutal. But so yeah, so uh, but it did make me laugh because I was like. No, it's a, and then so I laughed, and then all day today I've been like, "What if she stops bringing me entire?" Oh, I was of like, course, yes, yes, what? yes. That's it's going to be fine anyway, yeah. Because for twenty years you booked yourself, you banana head. <laughs> <laughs> Just go look for work. Yeah, I know. you can that's do a it. natural feeling. Don't it's, worry. Okay, that's what Andy said. It, I was yeah. like, uh, "It's going to be fine, right?" He's like, "Oh my god, it's going to be fine." <laughs> and he said, "And we've pared down our nut." Uh, to something enormously manageable, like I don't know what your guys monthly... refi or something. Uh, about a year, yeah, he did. It's his house. Yeah. I I mean, it's mine now too. But I mean, he bought it. But he was like, "I'm going to refi." He said that like it it was right before the election, and I was like, "Why don't we just run?" <laughs> no, uh, I did not. <laughs> anyway, but it's two point six percent, which is insane. I should have done that. It was it was because uh, you're sitting in this beautiful home uh, for for a greater amount possibly, mm-hmm. but it's in a it's in a uh, fancier. Look at the flowers, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but any, but but our uh, the the nut we I, I spent a fair amount of my time yeah trying to save ten percent of everything given to me right 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 and uh, so we're fine. I mean, it's totally going to be fine. But yeah. I did spend the day having small bouts of. Well, I guess I'm not. I guess I, I won't be doing stand-up comedy anymore. I don't know. I guess I'll have to get a day job at Walmart or whatever. It's completely insane. I know. My old day job had a horrible, horrible uh, thing happen. Right. Uh, they referred to, you know, the the cellist kid who was murdered. Oh, at at uh, Parkland. Um. God damn it! Too many people yes. have been murdered. No, no, no. It's, it's it wasn't Parkland. No, no, no. It was in Austin. That's it was the, the, oh, the that kid was that, one of the yes, bomb kids. Yes, yes. So, um, the I, I used to work at a closed captioning company. Right. And oh, that's your old. Yeah, that's oh. my old. Yeah. What and, happened? Well, here's the thing. It was live captioning. Live captioning is very different than. Uh, post-production captioning. Right, right, right. They use either a stenographer like situation, like a court reporter machine yeah. kind of situation, or the newest thing is voice to text. Yeah, and um, where they repeat the words into the into the like they they say something, and for some reason they just check it. They're supposed to check it. So, to my knowledge, this was voice. Because I only have one friend who still works there, mm-hmm. and she wasn't available. I didn't ask her because I didn't want to put her in a weird position uh, to tell me things. And uh, but literally, this young man was what the line was supposed to be, and it came off on the captioning as this monkey, Ugh. which 
uh, it's not okay. I don't know. I don't know if everybody's aware of the historical ramifications of referring uh, to people as monkeys. There's just Darwin, and then those assholes don't even believe in Darwin. So awful. it's just awful. And so, um, and the weird thing is, is it's it was a local ABC News affiliate. Wow. And the. I'll say the company. It doesn't. What, what are they going to fire me? Uh, Vitek. They, they might not hire you. They might not. You exactly. have to keep your That's options open. I got to keep my options open. What do you? I think. I always think of potential day jobs. Yeah. I know. Th- I know that okay. day will be coming. I think Facebook needs, or, or well, de- definitely Facebook. They need Friends to hire stuff. comedians. Yep. To go th- to sift through stuff that people are t- saying are jokes, right? Oh. Because like, um, Marsha Belsky. Yeah, has uh, she has this um, Twitter? I think it's called. It's something about Facebook because they keep blocking her out. She makes jokes about men, and they they say oh, okay. it's sexism or whatever. Oh, right, right. It, or it's, hate it's, speech. It's hate speech. That's what they but say. They're because, just jokes. But they're jokes, and they're and they're comparable and they, to what other people yes, say about and women. Like you need comedians to go. No, no, no. That's a joke. Right. And that's a joke. That's, that's a joke. That isn't a funny joke, but it is indeed yeah. a joke. This is hate speech, and that's a joke. Right. Right. They need humans. They yeah. need human eyes, and we could do it. Yeah. I'm saying we should pitch ourselves to Facebook as road censors, <laughs> right? We're on the road. Right. We will just. Oh, my God. It you could give be us a, a bunch of posts, job. and we'll just look through them and say, is this good? This is bad. Right. We're, we're online anyway. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. Hey, we're at 30. We could do Comic of the Week. Oh, yay. Which, oddly enough, is Joyelle Johnson. <laughs> I was like, hey, I, I don't think Joyelle's ever been a Comic of the Week, though. I think I've mentioned her before. She um, she was on the show when I uh, headlined at the stand, for, uh, and I had no voice left. She oh, was uh, wow. hosting at the stand. It was oh. cool. It was an all-female show, I think. She was so yeah. funny. She opened for me um, all weekend. And, uh, and just, she's very funny. She's just a great, and, and I got to see her do 25s. And it was just awesome. Cool. She, I mean, she and she just did Seth Meyers, Joyelle Johnson. It's at Joyelle Nicole and I C O Y E L L E. Yep, and I C O L E. So cool uh, at Joyelle Nicole and um, yep, very funny. She's really funny, and you guys should go find her. Anyway, um, all right. This week I'm just doing. I'm just in town until I go to Waukegan with the. Wait, no, I, I, I'm totally in town. I will have been to Waukegan when this oh. goes up. Okay, so I'm going to San Francisco tomorrow. Okay, so here's the thing. So if the gig was supposed to be Wednesday through Saturday, and I didn't tell my booking agent I had this week open, but she's like, hey, what do you <laughs> think? Like, you guys are going on vacation next week. Do you think maybe? And I said, I think we, I could do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And so they brought somebody else in for tonight's show. We're taping this on Wednesday. So tomorrow... And I didn't, I, I think I told you, I bought a ton of plane tickets for this gig. So oh I didn't know God. if we'd be going to work. Okay. So, we, so I bought, I bought tickets for Friday. I bought a, a 6 a.m. flight home or <laughs> back to Oh, right. Because you might have to fly. Like a 5 p.m. flight back. Yes. Yeah. I do remember so that. So we don't have to go in on Friday. So those okay. Two, and then I bought them on Southwest. So Southwest just lets you they put it credit. into a bank. Yeah. So you don't lose money. So That's I can't, great. it's all, I'll just spend it in, in a month. So now we're going in tomorrow. So I have two plane tickets for tomorrow. I have one at one forty-five, and yep. then I bought another one at five. I think five forty-five or something like that. So will you know by noon? Well, you know what? I I, I want to go. Should I? Should I ask? Because I have a couple things in two weeks where I might have to leave. Not work early, but just like you know, 
like I'm going to do a pod, the Dr. Drew podcast. Okay. And it tapes at seven. So I'd have to be gone at six 30. Well, sometimes right. we stay till seven 30. So I, you know, I have a couple things where I'd have to ask to like, you know, yeah. not stay as long as everyone's staying. Yeah. Now, do I want to throw another one on there when right. I could take the five 30 or whatever flight land at SFO at six 45 and then just go just right go off directly. the plane, right to the club. Yeah. Cause it's an 8 PM show tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I say just go to the club. Yeah. The other option, I was just looking when you came in yeah. here, there's a 3 p.m. flight Ooh. that goes from Burbank to Oakland. Oh, right. And I could I could um, just, like, take BART over to San Francisco. That'd be pretty easy. And then if we, we if we have a short day, if we get out at 2, I just, I'll, I'll just, you know, put all my stuff in the car and drive right over to Burbank and get on the plane. Yeah. And the thing with Burbank is, like, it's such a small airport. Yeah. And it's 10 minutes from work. And you can valet. It costs like six extra dollars a day. Yeah. It's, I mean, if, if you, if you're trying to time this stuff and work it perfectly, it's right. worth it. You know, right. normally it would just take a cab. It's like $10, but yeah. So that's, anyway, but that's, so I, you will have done San Francisco when this goes up, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But it's, I've never been more stressed about flights trying and to make, trying to figure it, out when. And owning and, like six flights. It's almost like you bought stock in the. I basically <laughs> did. I just have to remember to cancel. Oh, my God, I got to cancel. I have to cancel them before the flight takes off. Yeah, you do. I'll, Otherwise, you forfeit. Yeah. For yeah. I'm, I, uh, I'm, oh, I'm flying I'm tomorrow to uh, yeah. Phoenix. And um, am you doing... can't get a you can't get enough of Arizona. Me and Arizona really need the <laughs> chitter chat. I'm doing the Bird Comedy Festival. Oh so yeah, it's with uh, Genevieve Rice's Comedy Festival in, yeah. and it should be fun. Like uh, I'm doing a show with Marcella Arguello, mm-hmm. uh, whose name I can now say months later with it just trips right off, and Brandy Posey. I think there was a little blip there. Uh, Arguello. Arguello? Yeah. Okay. I think you hit the Brandy, the Marcella, and uh, are going to open for me. Oh, Posey? Oh, cool. Yeah, Posey. Yeah. And uh, and that'll be super fun. And my, my friend Steve Mandel is going to do a set, too. Oh, right set. on. But, um, and then I'm going to do a live Dork Forest with Maggie May. Cool. And I'm going to, I don't know if she's been a comic of the week. Um, anyway, I'll check. She has. Anyway. Yeah. And But Brandy and Marcella have, I know. Yeah. And then... Um, and then I'm also doing a couple of themed, like I'm doing the Boast Rattle. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like roast battle, but nice. And um, I'll have to work on it. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it, yeah, it should be fun. I thought... Um, and then I'm coming back on Sunday. And um, I don't know. I'm hoping... I'm hoping to just stay home for a little bit. I, I had a Becky Homecky kind of day when I got back. Uh, last Becky Sunday, Homecky. it means that I just I just spent the day nesting around the house. Like I made oh, too much so, food. You I must made, not have a mom around your house. Well, I, I made a potato leek soup, which my sister was like, you know, that box soup from Trader Joe's is really good. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I know, but I need to chop up leeks <laughs> and and get the immersion blender out. Mm. So wow. Um, so I made. I don't know what you're saying right now. I'm saying that I made a potato leek soup, and then I also made. What's a, an immersion a, blender? Oh, it's the wand thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's just a stick of blender. I see. That I, you stick in a thing. I've seen those things. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I also made um, this pork goulash thing with uh, yeah. bell peppers. So I, I did a set at the the uh, tavern, the Sycamore Tavern. Oh, it's, that sounds familiar. It used to be something else, but it's a really old building in LA. Yeah. And then there's, I, I didn't even know there was a tap. Like there's part, there, it has its own parking uh, lot, which is, oh, no gig has a parking lot anymore. That's awesome. And, um, uh, but it was, 
it was cool because um, Whitney Cummings was there. Yeah. She, she's done a couple shows I've been on recently. Yeah. She's, you know, she's executive producer of the Roseanne reboot. reboot. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. That's good. Good for her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm so I sorry that she really... has to work with those people, but you know, R- Roseanne blocked me a long time ago. Oh, remember? really? Remember when she blocked me and I told you the story because yeah. it was my fault. I yeah. tagged her in a in a snarky comment about her politics. Yeah. Little did I know she was running her own Twitter feed. I didn't <laughs> think she was running her own Twitter feed. And well, um yeah, and she I mean, made some mean comment at me and then blocked me. And <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. So she's but she's always been crazy. She well, has. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I met her in it was, 89. It was contained you know, for a little while, and then after her show, oh, she's always been bad yeah. shit and rude. Yeah, oh but, really? I, yeah. I've never met her. I just know I've she's... met her. I've, I've met her probably twice. Okay, and because she's a she's from Iowa, mm-hmm. and she was a Minneapolis comic in the, in the oh, late eighties, yeah, yeah, early nineties. Yeah. Isn't that where she met Tom Arnold? Yeah, yeah. Were um, you ever engaged to Tom Arnold? I was never. Uh, <laughs> it seems like somebody, he got around a lot. Somebody said. Uh, uh, Tom Arnold was right about her. And I was like, let's not go there. Because Tom Arnold is a disaster as well. Yeah. And uh, and just, like, I remember one night they were, I might have told this story already on here, but they, uh, he, they came down to the club. She had just gotten a plastic surgery. I don't know which yeah. one, but A. Yeah. And uh, so she had, like, a, like a, a, a big thing on her nose. Mm. And Scott, she went to a club? Yeah. And Scott <laughs> Hansen asked her to do a set because Scott Oh, Hansen, this is before she got famous? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know or that. Or maybe right after, right after doing The Tonight Show, but oh, before okay, the show okay. was huge. Okay. And so it was probably 90, 91. Okay. And, um, and Tom Arnold uh, went up instead. And then he was like, maybe I can get her to come up because he wasn't funny at all. (laughs) And um, he said, you know, sometimes I can get her to come into the car if I give her a piece of chocolate. Oh, my God. And you're like, I want to kill you. You guys are both gross. You're both so gross. And uh, so she's she's just I mean, and she it's she's never been for me. Right. Some people Mm -hmm. love and she's it's not that she hasn't said funny things. I think she has. But I never got into the sitcom. Mm hmm. And her stand-up was just hit and miss a little bit for me. And mm-hmm. I just re- didn't really like it. And somebody posted a thing. And he listens to the show. Mike. Anyway, but he posted a thing because I said that I never watch a show and I don't have to watch the new one. And uh, he said, well, you and Lori are always talking about supporting other women comics. And I was like, not ones I don't think are funny. I'm never going to support a comic I don't think is funny. I'm going to support assholes that are funny, more than I'm going to support someone who isn't funny and is yeah. really nice. I, uh, Sadly. I haven't watched the first one yet. It just aired last night. But I'll right. watch, in fact, I'll probably watch it after this um, while I'm waiting for my son to come back. But, um, uh, I well, we two female comics are working on it. Mor- Morgan Murphy is a writer on it. Mm-hmm. And Whitney Cummings is executive producer. So, right. you know. Right. Well, and uh, I love Morgan Murphy. Mm-hmm. And Whitney Cummings, I don't know her. Mm-hmm. Um, but... She's made me laugh out yeah. loud. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad there's work. It's Oh, it, my God. At the tavern? She, yeah. You know how I was saying I have a joke. I think everyone's going to be doing a joke like that because it involves yep. a, a thing we all she had. A, she had a flip side joke of it, oh. version of it, where hers could follow mine, but I couldn't follow hers because mine relies a bit, little bit on surprise. Yep. And... And and hers mentions the surprise when she's talking about it in a right. roundabout way. Did she go up first? She went up after me. Oh, I good. Just hung out and watched. I was like, oh no, 
And I was like, all right. <laughs> They're different jokes. But, yeah. but sometimes you watch I, a show like. I forgot the topic. What was the topic? Uber. Someone get in your car. Oh, the Uber thing. Yeah, yeah. Because you're an Uber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or in her case, she was talking about getting in someone's car because, and just the, oh, right. the craziness of getting in a stranger's in the wrong car. car. Yes, yeah. yeah. Or just getting in anyone's car. Like, what oh, are we right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, so yeah. So whatever. But there's so, there's there's jokes I have where the punch the the part of the punchline is a surprise, and so if somebody says that word or talks about the topic, yep. then my punchline. Like I used to do this joke. Well, I I always do every. There's no. There's never. I used to do jokes. <laughs> this joke is not in rotation at this yeah, time. But it, it'll yes. come back. Is um, it's been eight months since the baby. I haven't dropped a pound of my abortion weight. Right? Oh, there you go. Right. So that would kill if no one had mentioned abortion. Right. But if I'm following five comics that have abortion jokes, then it's like, oh, you're the, you're number six. Right. Well, I couldn't do my murder joke because I followed Carmen's uh, murder chunk oh that was so much i mean it was just a different perspective and it yeah. was uh and it was so wonderfully full of rage yeah that i'm like nah i, mean, I could do it another night i can work <laughs> on that joke another night because it all needs work is that my phone i'm just gonna make it sure might be mine wait a minute wait no oh my phone's right here yeah it's my phone it's not are you are you a, do you want to check to make sure everything no i don't have any kids okay i'm good all right. So uh, <laughs> the uh, um, is this person ever going to hang up? That's my second question. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> maybe it's the alarm. Oh my God! Yeah, we can't take that for how the long have we? Okay. Oh, good. We're almost done. Yeah. You're doing great. This is this is probably our best work right now. <laughs> well, it could also be. Did it stop? It seems like it stopped. No, no, it's still going. Oh. I don't feel it in my vagina. It was actually oh, it was your alarm. Okay, but it was shaking the whole the whole house. (laughs) Okay, Um, I'm gonna probably clean that up at at minute forty four here. Okay, so um, yeah, I don't think you have to. (laughs) You think you just leave it? Yeah, just leave it. All right. I was fucking entertaining while you were taking care of when business. When you stood away, well, I was under you. You walked away. I I was the one who had to be entertaining, and, and then I walked away. And you had to be entertaining. I don't know so. why we don't share the stage. I don't understand. <laughs> oh. I I did share the stage one time not long ago with Augie Smith. It was supposed to be a best friends thing. Yeah, and Augie Smith spent the entire time going. Are we best friends? What's happening? Uh, I know. I did that with Cheryl, my friend Cheryl, and we we had surprisingly few stories considering we're best friends. Right. Considering that you have been friends for low these many yes. decades. So, um, so uh, oh, I'm going to be in Lake Tahoe this weekend. I don't know if any of our listeners are in the Reno area. Oh, the Reno, That's Lake another Tahoe. thing where I've got some crazy. I'm going to fly into Sacramento, rent a car uh, on and Wednesday. And drive to Tahoe? Drive to Tahoe. Okay. And then um, on on Sunday night, because there's a Sunday show and I have to be at work on Monday morning at 930, I'm going to drive back to oh, cause it Sacramento has on, and then t- stay in a hotel and take a super early flight. Wow. Uh, and do it again. I'll probably, yeah, yeah. And I'll probably be up all night again. Because you'll be scared you're going to miss it. Yes. Which is the hardest part of traveling if it's Ugh. super early and you have to be there for some reason. I, and I to took get to so much melatonin and I was still awake. <laughs> There's no, you know what? Someone was recommending um, these pot pills, THC pills called breeze mints, I think. Yeah. They say that puts you to sleep pretty well. You know I what else is really good? Um, Alka-Seltzer Plus Nighttime. Really? 
bam no it's what's a, in it uh probably some sedative i don't know i don't know what's in it but i thought uh, it was just a uh isn't that for a, an upset stomach or something no alka-seltzer nighttime cold medicine is a cold medicine oh but what if you don't but have a not, cold if you don't have a cold it just i assume it just i try to i'm very i love how it feels so i only take it when i have a cold oh, i forgot then... you're a former addict <laughs> i got it <laughs> yes former let's let's <laughs> lean into that and uh so yeah this um yeah, I don't know. Oh, we're we're uh, we're flying into uh, Maria and I are flying into uh, Milwaukee, and Four. then driving to Waukegan, and then oh, yeah. driving back. But we're going to stay in a hotel in Milwaukee, right by the airport, mm. and drive to it from Waukegan because it's only an hour. Oh yeah, it you're was all either that up after a show anyway, right? And it's either that or stay at the Chicago airport and fly in and out of and drive to and from because they're both an, an hour except for that Chicago is never an hour it's always it's it's traffic like here I imagine so it's just it's just different so but we might you, as well go do to do you have a direct flight to Milwaukee yeah from LA? Oh, yeah okay. it's kind of amazing Delta uh, I believe it's Southwest mm. and um, I have so many miles and uh, I'm Delta or Southwest? Both. I'm looking forward to not going anywhere. I mean, that's the weird thing about having miles because you're like, I would just like to not go anywhere. Go to Germany this summer and let's do a podcast in Berlin. <laughs> wow. I've been to Munich. Have you ever been to Germany? I was, when I was little, see yeah. this dog bite on my face right here? Nope. Right next what? to my, okay. where my lips, the, where my small, mouth is up. There's yeah. a little scar. Well, it used to be huge mm-hmm. across my whole face. And I was bit by a German shepherd in Germany. Well, how? how of course, um, I want to return to the scene of the crime. <laughs> that happened in Munich. It's, it's, it's on, a lot of it's bad on things point. happen in Munich, right? That oh, you I got had blood the sausage 72 for the first Olympics. Time. Come on. This, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the first time in Munich. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> well, you should use those miles. I, I will. Use them as I will. soon as I get twenty five thousand, I book the next flight on. I that have two hundred twenty three thousand miles. No, I know I should. You're you're gonna die and leave those miles <laughs> unused. Right. Well, hopefully, maybe I'll. Uh, do you have a will? Yes. I need a will. You, you have can't a child. Leave miles to anybody? You can leave miles. No, to you people. can't. You can give them away. No, you can't. You when you're alive, but not when you're dead. Oh, when you're dead, they, they win. Just... <laughs> you're, you're letting them win. Get them. Get them. Fair enough. I'm Fair at twenty two thousand on JetBlue. One more, right. one more round trip, and then I get another free one. I use them immediately. Well, Andy's got uh, several conventions he wants to go to, so I was like, oh. uh, and some of them, one of them at least, is in Indianapolis, and Indianapolis is weirdly expensive to go to Indianapolis. Yeah, and this Vermont trip, yeah, seven hundred and twenty five dollars to fly to Vermont to Burlington. I don't exactly understand what had happened, but... Uh, how far is the... No, I know how far the drive is, as I made it. It's like six right. hours You from made New York. the drive from New York, and so I flew from... Well, because it was a giant snowstorm, they rerouted me through Atlanta. Oh. And then I flew direct Atlanta to Burlington. But I was flying from JFK direct to... to wow. I, in both cases, I was going to have to stop somewhere. The idea would be to, fl- to fly into New York the day before, just chill out in New York for a night, and mm-hmm. then drive up the next morning. Yeah. If you could do that. I got to go to New York uh, for just... I just want to I just want to check in for yeah. a week. Get your, and, get your... Keep your New York timing. Yes. Right? Yes. And make remind everyone I exist. Yes. You know, this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know when I'm going to do it. I wanted... I'm, uh, Lady Parts Justice just emailed me today. Yeah. About doing... Me too. You too? I picked, uh, in an ideal world, uh, Minneapolis, Milwaukee. 
I can't do any of them. You can't I could do only them. do Saturday shows if they had any, but they don't have any booked. Oh, right, right. And they're they're all sort of weekdayish, or yeah, yeah. Because there were there were weeks. I just yeah. I, the, I have all of July. The open. only weekend they have is a Sunday, and I couldn't do it. Mm. I I'd have to. I couldn't get from Columbus to L.A. Oh, Columbus is hard. Yeah, if they have. I think West Coast stuff. If they have West Coast stuff, I could probably. Yeah, they should. They should definitely because all of that is uh, Midwest. And, yeah, and um, and then it's you're thinking is it is it a direct flight? If it's two flights, there's no way I could get back. In yeah, time, in time, you know. Yeah, what? Um, I mean, I have a shot. Like if it's if I, should... if I take a six a.m. flight out of New York, I can I get back here, get back to L.A. around eight thirty nine, and then then I'm good. But it's it's so. But it's so tight. Yeah, yeah, it's. I don't think that they've done a, a West Coast run. Are they trying to do it just through red red states? Maybe it seems like it. Yeah, I mean, it, West it, Virginia, yeah. right? I mean, it's, Wisconsin. It's that Minnesota's don't have better. Access to abortion, right? right. Just yeah. some, just to help them because they're they go to privately owned because they do the show. Lady mm-hmm. Purse Justice go, does the shows at night, and then they do. They go to the pri- the not the Planned Parenthoods, but the privately owned women's healthcare centers. Yeah, that uh, often I think they either often or always provide abortions as well. In addition to Pap smears and mammograms mm-hmm. and and checking for Pokemon or whatever the fuck. So um, <laughs> yeah, remember when you had that very well timed health problem? Yes, it was right when Pokemon just came out, <laughs> and you were like the first one to have that reference about Pokemon in your uterus. That was so fucking funny. You know, it's so Three nice that you later, remember that. Yeah. You remember that you just because of, of my surgery worked out so well <laughs> with a well-timed joke. It's so true, though, is there's nothing there's there's nothing like having a crisis right when it's right. Yes. When it, right it, before it was it right at the day where viral. everyone knew what Pokemon like it took two days for all of the world to it, know what Pokemons were. Yep. And then four more days for comics to ruin as, as a reference <laughs> and you hit that sweet spot sweet spot totally hit it it's so great we have another seven minutes oh i just I, want you to know i watched a little bit of the ricky gervais special why I, would you do that to okay yourself? i was just curious i know everyone's complaining about it you t- right um yeah i know i always watch the ones come people come if someone says it's good i'm like not interested <laughs> It's really funny. Who cares? Who cares? It sucks. I gotta watch I it. I gotta see what it's like. Um, what was it like? So, uh, some stuff made me laugh. The, he, the stuff he he talks about why he doesn't want to have kids, I, I thought was really funny. Right. But it was, here's the thing. Okay. Forget the Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. That's a different obsession I don't understand. Yeah. And I, and it's also, it seems to be the point of view of quite a few male comics of like, the, the point of view of her or trans women is what is that like they're like right i don't understand would i get to stick person. my dick in it would i want to yeah it's this whole like it's trying this... to figure out a puzzle yes and uh, from a from a often surprisingly uh ignorant point of view Let's right like that it's but people that you're like you you can kind of figure it out i know maybe you're not used to it you know because right. I, I mean when i was growing up when we were growing up there wasn't a lot of trans people that we knew about, right? Mm-hmm. It was Renee, that tennis player. Do you remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Was a, a but there's very player. few, right? And it was like right. one or two, and you're like, and it felt like it was it was such a minor, uh, such a minority of the population. You wouldn't even say you would. It just yeah, wasn't on anyone's mind. Yeah. And so now it's it's not necessarily a, a minority. I mean, it is, but I mean, 
it's much more common. It just right. seems like it's it's it's, it's all, more visible. Let's they're, all get on board. They're allowing they're allowing themselves to be seen more. They're yeah, not and, trying and to blend in and hide quite as much as they did when we were kids. Right. Yeah. Oh, look who who stumbles out. Hi, on Mrs. Cue. Kilmartin. Hi, Mom. We're, so <laughs> we're, we got about five more minutes, but uh, you gonna get a bev? You gonna get a beverage? She's oh, you're going to make a little dinner for yourself? She has to slice baby carrots and pour poured vodka uh, in a glass. It's, and make a pizza. <laughs> and make a pizza. Yeah. Oh, fair. Oh, you got to do the leftovers. Huh? Leftovers. The other half of the pizza? Yeah, I do that all the time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Right? Well, they're good for your eyes. We're we're winding down. We're close. But definitely feel free to start emptying the dishwasher now that you <laughs> see there's something to interrupt. Are you on? We yes. are on as we speak. Would you like yes. to say hello? <laughs> Good for you. There's the Kill Martin timing. It was a small laugh and no. <laughs> it was kind of perfect. But um, so so he but he did the, do this thing which I think you and I would call a clock eater oh, yeah. where he started he he talked about a joke he made about Caitlyn Jenner, and then he talked about the reaction to it, and then made fun of the reaction to it, which doesn't oh. seem like new material to me. Right, right. And then he did. He also responded to people's tweets that, that first of all, you couldn't verify it was a tweet. He would just say, "This person said this," so I said, you know, right. And uh, you know, I mean, comics set up those scenarios all the time. The cop said this, so I said that. I mean, you yeah. usually they're completely lie. They're lies, right. right? And in comedy, people always say this person said this about me or to me. Yes, and uh, grain of salt. And then, and then I came up with the perfect response. Yes, <laughs> and I said it exactly when I was supposed to say it. Not ten hours later in the car when I decided to make it into a bit. So I don't know. For me, oh, well, that tweet. No, no that, I just, the tweet was amazing. For what tweet? The tweet you did about about how he did a joke about a previous joke. He essentially talked about a previous yeah. bit, and then your tweet was, "Well, then I too have a new." Oh half yeah, hour. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, to me, like the standard is you're writing new jokes. Yeah, and the joke you're going to do a you're, special. You're advancing. You're not right. going back and talking about something you already did comedically right i don't know you can I mean, talk about the same topic but feel free to write a new joke yes, yeah but i guess you know i i don't know i mean his audience loved it yeah netflix is, is fine with it it counts i just don't know what, <laughs> there's no, i guess there's no like there's no usda rating of comedy of these are jokes and this is and that of course is this the is real something injustice. that got laughs that's the true injustice is that because, there isn't yeah yeah i don't know it was it was it was i i i just yeah i just thought well Plus, he's like, I haven't done it in seven years, like a special. Like, you had set, you know. You had seven years to write jokes. Yes, and he had some other stuff that was really funny. So it's not like he's lost it. Right. He just didn't do an hour's worth. Right. You know, in my opinion. He did. I hadn't watched the whole thing, but. You know, w- w- the stuff he had about not having, wanting to have kids and the baby and the stillborn, it was really funny and it was really dark. Yeah. And it's like, well, I want an hour of that. Right. You know, I don't want an hour of you responding to people, a joke you did on From another. seven years ago. Or what he, uh, the Golden yeah. Globes. But oh, you the know Golden what I mean? Wo- yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, but it, uh, I definitely, um, I see so much stand-up, so it's hard for me to say, oh, I'm going to turn on this. Um, when I, when there's so little 
there's so many other things I want to watch that I'm not watching. I know. know. So, but it's, uh, I used to get him, I used to get, uh, it's weird because he would be very offended to find out that uh, when I, because I watch so little televised stand up, Mm -hmm. and they're both British. Yeah. That I used to get him mixed up with Eddie Izzard. (laughs) I'm sure he would be monumentally offended. And I remember laughing more at Eddie Izzard. I thought Eddie Izzard's first special, which I saw. Just by accident in a hotel room. Yeah. That made me laugh a lot where he was wearing the dress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Uh-huh. And he never references. He's just, oh, this is, I'm dressed up. I'm doing a show. I'm going to wear why, this item. I don't remember watching that. But I've, I've seen, pic, I don't remember. You, you've like, seen clips of it or, or yeah, seen yeah, yeah. images of it. Yeah. And it was, uh, I thought that special was actually, I remember watching that and thinking it was very funny. Mm-hmm. So whenever his name came up. I would be like, oh, Ricky Gervais is a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I accident- then I saw him on the Golden Globes, and I was like, oh, he's kind of douchey. Yeah. He's just kind of a button-pushy kind of comic. Yeah, and yeah. I want more. If you're going to button-push, there was, there, was, uh, there was a lot of also, if you're going to button-push or if you're going to ask the audience, talk about a clock eater. Mm-hmm. This one is my least favorite clock eater, and I only am nice about it emotionally mm-hmm. when it's a newer comic. Right. When they ask the audience if they do a thing. Uh, hey, do you, did you guys see this commercial? Right. Hey, do you guys have lunch? Yeah. Do you guys do a thing? Whether they do or not, you're going to tell the joke. So don't ask them. Unless you need to fill 30 and you can't, because that will fill an extra 15 to 20 seconds. Oh, I see. And you might be able well, to riff uh, with the audience I guess on that topic. That's also if you're transitioning from a topic to another topic and it, there's no. There's no there's other no, segue. There's no transition point besides I'm complete. I'm st- I've talk, I've I'm not talking about baby still. rape anymore. <laughs> now I'm talking about an Excedrin commercial. Right, so I got to Have go you guys this. seen it? <laughs> As a segue, yes. It could, be, it could be for that. That's true. But I remember just thinking, no, because for me. I have so many jokes to tell Mm -hmm. that if you have a 12-minute set and you're using a valuable 40 seconds of your time asking people what they think, you're about to tell them what they think. How about you get to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was was just a pet peeve of mine. I know. uh, Oh, yeah. Your time is valuable. Who cares about the audience? It's chop, chop. Oh, the kid who who featured, uh, who emceed in uh, uh, Burlington, Burlington, Vermont, a guy named Carl. Um, at one point, he said the funniest, just, this is just anecdotal, uh, he said the funniest thing to me when we were sitting around. I said, I don't know why. Why would we be discussing uh, the guillotine? Anyway, we were discussing guillotines, mm-hmm. and, and I said, I, I usually say guillotine because I think saying guillotine feels a little presumptuous or kind of pretentious. And he goes, yeah? And he's just sitting there looking at his phone or something. He barely even looks up, and he goes, yeah? Do you feel pretentious when you say quesadilla? And I was like, "Oh shit! I do not <laughs> nailed it." Anyways, but it made me that was Put you funny in your story. place. Put me in my place. And he's right. Uh, he said, "What what happens when someone says quesadilla? Do you think that they're dumb?" And I was like, "I do, I do." Or are they well, just I think why quesadilla they... is de- definitively there's only one pronunciation. But I think guillotine or guillotine. I think either way is yeah. I think the I British opinion. have always said guillotine. I hate to say this, but I agree with you. Oh, interesting. Let's leave it at that because we're at an hour. Okay, bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.